so just before we jump back in, um, this will be at the top of the episode, but I did want to bring up the fact that we do realize this is Black History Month um, and we are not talking about it on this episode, but we may in a future episode. But I did want I wanted to make sure that we did highlight that we realize that it is Black History Month and there's three whole episodes that we had last year where we did cover specifically information about Black History Month. And we had our very first amazing guest, Jariah from Two Hungry Bitches on the episode. So I wanted to make sure we pop in before the beginning of this episode and highlight that Black History Month is in the entire month of February. And this year it gets one extra day because it's a leap year, even though we're not talking about it this episode, specifically Black History Month. Uh, we may in the next couple of episodes, um, but we also did cover it last year. So I will include the link to the previous episodes where we did Black History Month in the description this week. Nice. Love that was that. all I wanted. Perfect. So I, I wanted to make sure we popped this in there at the, the front of the episode um, and then completely forgot it while we did the, the editing. So this will be very different from the actual content that we're covering today. Yes. Yes, it will be <laughs> very different. <laughs> that was that was all I wanted. Thank you for jumping back on. <laughs> no problem. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, it's going to kind of just go wherever it goes. I pulled a few things to look at um, that are like trend related for 2024. I figured we could look at those and t talk about some of the trends. Um, and then uh, one thing that I want to talk about is this thing called caviar bumps. Have you heard of this? No. I guess it's a new food trend in 2024 where you take a like a thing, a spoonful of caviar, put it in between. They call it the gooch of your hand. So the skin that's between your uh, thumb and index finger, let it warm up for like a few seconds and then just kind of eat it. OK. And it's supposed to be a like a really big, a really good way to taste the natural flavor of caviar i don't know that i will ever try that because i'm i don't know that i'm a huge fan of caviar except for on top of sushi right like <clears throat> i don't Ca caviar by itself i don't know that i would ever want to do um and i've never actually like tr tasted it on like uh crostini or anything like that it's always just been on sushi right and is that even the same thing is is roe yeah. the same as caviar? Yes, roe is. I mean, they're both fish eggs. Mm, I mean, yeah, that's true. It's just it's from a different. It's salmon roe, so it's from salmon, and caviar is typically from. I want to say beluga. That's not right. That's a whale. That's a whale. Whales. I love whales. Caviar is what caviar. Caviar is a delicacy made up from the roe of a fish, so it is just roe. Okay. While the fish, while the fish eggs are roe, only sturgeon roe can be considered caviar. Okay, it's sturgeon. Sturgeon. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. There you go. So only sturgeon. Okay. So only sturgeon contributes to caviar. Got it. I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not the most appealing thing if you don't, especially if you don't like. Like, I wouldn't even say it's super fishy. It's more like it's very. It's salty. very salty. Yeah. 
And yeah. that's what I was, we were, Ryan and I were watching um, Good Mythical Morning and they were talking about how it's like, it's just a, it's, it's like you drink uh, ocean water, basically what happens. It's like, who would want to do that though? Mm, you know, that's, that's <clears> fair. <throat> I feel like on its own, caviar is not something I would enjoy. Yeah. Um, On something as part of a dish um, where the the flavor would be balanced it that would probably be different but like right i'm, I'm gonna be honest like how often in my life am i going to eat like actual actual caviar yeah i mean it kind of goes back this kind of goes back to the conversation we had with chicago's pizza where you basically said you're never gonna eat chicago's pizza unless you're in chicago yeah. and how often have you gone to chicago <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like guess I'm just not doing the thing. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into anything else, do you, is there anything you wanted to talk about? Um, how's your week going? <laughs> Work has been, but you know, getting there, doing the thing, struggling, but doing the thing. Um, I failed uh, my Korean test. Era. Yep. Isn't this like the second time you failed a Korean test? No, the last one I think we talked about, it wasn't Korean. It was... Um, it was my art history. Art history, yeah. Yes, last semester that I that I just absolutely flunked, flunked. But this this test was worse um, because the I'm usually really, really good at the translation aspects of being able to tell you like what the words are. Um, and for some reason, this time my brain was just like, no, we don't remember anything. Um, so I maybe got one question correct out of 10. I, I only answered two because the, re the rest were all blank because I just, my brain absolutely would not do it. No. And I have no idea what these words are. So that was awful. That was pretty awful. Um, but like, other than that, you know, I'm just, just vibing at this point. Just vibing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, are you, do you have to work tomorrow or are you home for the rest of the weekend? No, I have to work tomorrow. I'm actually about to work 20-ish hours over the next two days. Oh. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be very exciting. Um, my my weekend person who doesn't work many weekends, um, she, she quit. And then, well, she put in her notice. And then I got a text message earlier saying, hey... Um, I know that tomorrow is supposed to be my last day, but today is actually my last day because my primary job needs me to do something tomorrow. So, peace. Well, that's, that's nice. I was like, well, that's exciting. So, I get to... I, originally, I wasn't going to have to go to work until noon, um, but now I have to go in and open. So, I will be there from 9 o'clock to about 6.15. And then Monday, I'm going to be at work from about 8 o'clock until about 7.15. Yikes. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you did say something in our group chat about... In 11 days, it'll be a year since you were diagnosed with cancer. It's true. It's crazy. It's crazy how fast time is going right now. Like, right? it doesn't seem like it's oh, the second month of 2024 yet. And it, like, it's, we're already three days in. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I randomly thought about that earlier and I was just like, oh my God, which means that in June it'll be, well, technically 
I found out in August that I was cancer free, but June is when I had my surgery. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, in June, it'll be a year. And then also in June, it'll be, um, five years that I've lived here in Texas. Oh yeah. In March, it was, it would have been five years that we moved to California. Mm. And then in October, it will be three years that we've lived out here. Wild. It is wild. It's insane. I just, I, I don't. do not feel like I've lived out here for three years because, like, we've literally done nothing. We are planning on tomorrow going out to the Cape. So, out to Cape Cod and um, getting some food out there and then just kind of walk, going around the area. I did tell Ryan, I was like, we'll probably not be able to take my car because I would have to charge. I mean, it, it would be fine. Like, we would have to go out there. Um, go do some stuff and then charge before we came back and then i would have to charge whenever we got home too so i mean that that aspect of it sucks so we're just gonna take his car that way we don't have to worry about it there you go which is fine i mean that's the good thing about having two different cars um i also had an interesting interaction earlier so some i am getting more active on linkedin and this guy reached out and he was like hey do you want to chat i was like sure I don't really know what we're going to talk about, but sure. Um, his name is Alan Raceman. He's really nice. And, and I'm sure I'm probably saying his last name wrong. Um, but he put me into um, contact with a couple of other, or like not, he asked if I was interested in joining some um, LGBT the conversation groups, networking groups. Um, so he sent me some of that information and there are some some weekly or monthly meetings that they have over Zoom where everybody comes together and just kind of talks and some of them promote like their, their TikTok and stuff. And um, some of them promote like, I'll probably be promoting the podcast. So we'll see. Nice. That'd be cool. That was fun. Um, I plugged the podcast with him and shared some of our stuff. He followed me on instagram and um the other thing is there is a company or organization called lit art rhode island lit arts rhode island that um is a non-profit formerly it used to be called um what cheer writers club i don't really know what that is uh, but they're doing an event that's called um like a listening event Mm. podcast podcast listening party so i was i sent you the link to it i think i'm going to uh you have to submit it and then um you basically go there and they will listen to it and then like provide feedback and stuff i'm assuming mm. and then there is uh, a potential for a small stipend i don't know oh that does bring us up to the last thing we officially made our first couple of dollars from the podcast yeah we did <laughs> so thank you whoever if you listen or if you just followed the link that's cool too um thank you to it so there were three three purchases but two of them were like actually like gave us money uh or was we were able to get money from them it wasn't anything crazy we got like 34 dollars, which isn't bad but i mean that's it's exciting we made some money over the two years that we've been doing this going on this will be our third year starting uh in april year oh three god. oh my god we really have been doing this for a while yeah we started april 2022 it's when our first episode was released 
Right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, just just getting hit with like all the feels about how fast time is going. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It is. Well, do you want to jump into some of these trends that I sent over? Sure. So the first group of trends we're going to look at, it's kind of like a, a combination of some trends. So I figured we could like take a look at them and we don't need to read like the statements. But um, the first grouping is from the New York Times. And the very first one on the list, is says jocks are cool again. Um, I don't know that I agree, uh, but I think the conversation that they're bringing in is how it's heavily influenced by Taylor Swift and her, like her interaction with Trace Travis Kelsey or whatever his name is. And it's bringing a lot more interest in the younger female females area, um, which makes a little bit more sense. But I mean, to me, I don't really think there's ever been a time when jocks were a marginalized group of people. Uh, yeah. I was going to say that. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> So it doesn't really seem like something that goes in and out of trend. Yeah. It's just I, like something that is for some odd reason, because that's the way a lot of people make a lot of money, like businesses and people that actually are athletes. They make a lot of money sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, one moment. I don't know what has happened here, but I cannot get my computer to agree with me i was having a sim not a similar issue but for some reason on my phone when i google anything using safari it takes me to this one screen where i have to like do that like captcha whatever thing is where you yeah it shows you the pictures and you have to like pick the pick the phone or pick the car pictures that have a car i don't understand why it's doing that and also it's like pick the choose the pictures that have a um traffic light in them and it's like well this one Part of the traffic light is in it. So do I choose it? And if I don't choose it, it sometimes it tells me I'm wrong. If I do choose it, sometimes it tells me I'm wrong. Those are the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's true. I don't I don't know what is happening, but this New York Times article you sent me will not let me see it. It's weird. I keep saying that I have to sign in to be able to see it that's strange i mean i guess i could share my screen and we could look at it together i mean we could do that let me close those things real quick all right so what will life be like in 2024 oh my <laughs> all right well everything's coming up rosettes we hit peak bow last year. Now rosettes are ascendant. More are appearing on items by Sandy Liang, the designer whose girlish aesthetic is part made bows, in part made bows so prevalent. Oh my God, why can I not read? Um, the red rosette is being pushed as an accessory for the lapel and as a whimsical choker by the fashion blogger Leandra Medine Cohen. And Rosette, a newish clothing label in New York, is dedicated entirely to the soft rose-like design. You know what? I personally love rosettes, so I'm I'm not upset about this. I think rosettes are lovely. Um, I think it depends. If it's like the picture that's on this website, which I will put in the description of the podcast, um, I think it's can be sometimes a little gaudy or childish. I think we all need a little bit of childishness in our lives. Okay. I mean, I that's fine. And I kind of agree with that to a certain extent. Um, sometimes when it's so childish, it looks ugly. Then it kind of, to me, I think it looks stupid. But 
I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan of adornment on your clothes. I, I like clean lines and nothing. Nothing on my clothes. That's what I want. But that's just me. I understand that people enjoy that. And that's your personal opinion. That's why fashion is what fashion is. You can do whatever you want with it. Huh, that's true. Uh, and then the next topic says aging out of social media. So it's talking a little bit about Gen X and older millennials who grew up without the internet. Um, and they're, they're kind of plan or it, they're seeming more to kind of cut ties with social media. Um, and they're starting to abandon it because they want to kind of have like that real life or um, actually interact without having to get online and worry about what's going on. And I kind of can see this. Um, I'm not I mean, I'm not super active on social media as in like presenting myself on social media. I mm-hmm. and we've talked about it before. I'm more of like a voyeur where I like to see things happening, especially TikTok. Um, right. And I'm more of a TikTok watch and listen, but uh, Instagram reels watch. I don't have the sound on when I'm watching Instagram reels for some reason. <laughs> you know what? That's super fair because hashtag same. Um, I think I think that's definitely a smart um bet like to make for 2024 because I have also noticed it myself in that I have started pulling away from social media yeah a lot um I'm I'm not I like only just recently posted stuff on my Instagram I haven't been posting on Instagram for a while yeah I don't I mean I don't remember the last thing I posted unless well no that's not true the last thing I posted was just last weekend um, when we went to Great Northern Barbecue. Um, mm-hmm. I posted our our brunch food and then our drinks. So I mean that stuff is mainly what I post in the last, like for the last several months until we get back to a little over a week after Bobo was gone. Right. Like I don't post. Like I don't take selfies anymore, and I haven't for a long time. I just don't. I don't feel the need to like it, it doesn't it's not something that's enticing to me yeah like i don't get me wrong i still use my phone a lot mostly to talk with you know my friends and my you know the people that i work with that kind of stuff um and i do still watch videos but most of the time i'm just listening to stuff on youtube yeah and like doing something else a YouTube premium account. It gets the workout in this house too. Yes, absolutely. Like I love my YouTube premium. That's that's one of the only things that I will not give up. I will not give yeah. up my YouTube premium. Like I'll give up everything else premium, not YouTube. <laughs> I was using my or I was looking at the stats for how often I use it and it's watching it said over four hundred and sixty thousand hours. Or no, 460 hours, not 1,000. 460 hours, because Ryan and I, that's pretty much all we do when we're at home. If we're watching something, it's probably on YouTube on the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 90 hours, over 90 hours of listening like to YouTube music, because I listen to it in the car. Um, when Bobo was here alone, I would play the music on YouTube music for him so he could have something that would kind of dampen any sounds that may have happened that would annoy him right 
so it does get a workout and i i like that and now they have movies that you can watch on it too and they're yes, not they like you which is great like i i think it was the devil wears prada i just watched the devil wears prada i think it's on it was either on youtube or it may have been on max actually um but there's right now if you go on there you can search for there's a whole movie section and there's even um this isn't an ad for youtube premium although if google wants to slide into our dms i mean yes. make it rain baby make <laughs> it rain <laughs> um but like even mean girls was on there like the the original mean girls from yeah the early 2000s no um i was just on um youtube movies and they have um phantom of the opera right now for yeah. free like for free there's a lot of really good free movies there's a lot of really good free movies there's a couple that are really funny and weird and like obviously they're free for a reason <laughs> you paid for um but like there's there's actually a pretty decent selection of movies on there and there's a few that i like i've rented movies and the the rental qualities are really good too yeah all right you want to move on to the next one sure um fancy glassware sheds a stigma not even drinking glasses have been immune to discussions about gender identity um, but a bartender-led push to abandon outmoded ideas about the gender of cocktail glasses is afoot. Might it mean that men who have had a death grip on their rocks glass since college will start opting for the refined Nick and Nora glass more often? A Nick and Nora communicates a sense of occasion. It's narrower than a coupe and wider than a flute, and it has an eye-catching silhouette. Think of an upturned bell that can make everyone feel like the bell of the bar. I love that they're called Nick and Nora glasses because um, Nick and Nora Charles are the, um, are my favorite detectives in like any detective situation. Um, it's really old movies, really old, the 1930s. Um, and they star William Powell and oh my God, what is her name? I can see her face in my head. Wait, wait, I am, I'm going to kick myself as soon as I get it pulled up and I see her name. Myrna Loy, God bless. <laughs> oh yeah, Nick and Nora detectives. See Nick and Nora Charles. Um, they're a married couple who solve murder mysteries while exchanging, um, you know, witty repartee. It really actually, it, the Thin Man movies were kind of integral to who I am as a person now. A lot of the um, jokes I make are based in old movies because I'm old. Um, and <laughs> James is nodding his head. He's just like, yes, this is absolutely true. Um, you are old. Yes, that's true. But the, the other thing too is that it was one of the first older movies that I saw that showed a woman as being, you know, equal to her husband. Like, he didn't prevent her from doing things with him because he didn't think that she was smart enough. He would, like, he would try to prevent her sometimes because he was worried that she would get hurt. <laughs> but, like, he never, he never treated her like she wasn't as smart as he was. So kind of like the opposite of I Love Lucy. Yeah, it was just it was just it was a great it was a great set of movies. And there's a dog um, named Asta in it. 
and he also gets into trouble sometimes and i just i don't know i just i just love the thin man movies anyway so the glass is named after nick and nora charles because that was one of their things was they would exchange like he was always making her a drink or she was making him a drink while they were you know pondering out the mystery and figuring things out and so those are the kinds of glasses that they would use yeah and i mean the trend basically is saying ditch the gender stereotype of only men can drink out of a straight-sided rock glass exactly which i think makes sense because i it's, I mean, there are certain things that the drink just tastes better in, like, a Nick and Nora glass like this. Mm-hmm. Or a coupe. Or, um, like, any type of, like, if you're drinking champagne, it should be from a flute, more than likely. Or red wine should be from a pretty like, wide-bottomed glass because mm-hmm. it develops the flavor better. There are some things that are better in a rocks glass, like just a regular scotch or a whiskey on the rocks should be should be in a rocks glass because that's what that glass is designed for right they're delicious anything else before we move on to the next one no so the next one is one that i really don't care about um because it's about elementary school children and it says smartwatches enter elementary school so kind of like when we were younger sarah um cell phones were kind of but we it was probably more at high school than uh, for us than anything yeah everybody was starting to get a cell phone while we were in high school but now it's like kids start getting cell phones when they're like two not two that's too young when they're like eight ten so that it keeps them busy um and the the trend basically is to say is saying to expect to see more devices on the wrists of elementary school students um and i think i mean it's a good and bad type of thing it's good because it's an easy way for parents to see like see where their children are and then to send them without giving them a cell phone that they can actually get on the internet and stuff on an apple watch you can give to your child and like send them a text message to their apple watch uh, without them having the ability to like get on the internet and search things and like right they can interact just, they can respond back yeah i mean i think it's better than introducing a smartphone to your child. I I would think so as well, since like you know, like you said, there's not it's not internet access. It's what it's a calculator. It's your watch, and yeah. like you can send text, send and receive texts. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not something crazy. Like yeah, instead of having and it, they're already banning them. And I could understand it could be a disrupt. It could be disruptions in class. Uh, and that's not okay, but for an easy way to give, be able to contact your child without giving them a smartphone or a phone, it's, mm. it's, and then you could also, like, there are health benefits to it where you could, like, track if your kid is sleeping, not sleeping well, you could track their sleeping habits and you could, like, check in on them. There is that where, that place where is it getting a little too invasive for some parents I think right. there is that op- that opportunity, but I don't think it's that big. Like, it makes more sense, like I said, to do this than to give them a, a smartphone. Right. No, I think I think I would tend to agree with that um, that idea. Though I do also have the idea of like just giving kids like a flip phone, like what we what we started off with. <laughs> what I, I started off with. My. Sam or Sony Ericsson phone, I could get on the internet. 
Mm. No, the little flip phone I had, I couldn't access the internet. Like the black and white screen phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I yep. remember those where, yeah, it was, there was very little access, but the Sony Ericsson one I had, it did have an option to have an internet, like a mobile internet browser. You couldn't, there was very little like functionality with it and it was very crappy, but you could get on the internet. Let me derail the conversation for just a moment. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. At what age did you discover pornography? At what age? Yes. Like um, being, being able to like cruise the internet and whatnot as as we were able to do when we were like teenagers and whatnot. Like what age? Uh well I will say it was late. Like I wanna say I I was at Kristen's one time because, I mean, I was friends with Kristen. Mm-hmm. And I the only reason I knew about it, I didn't know what the website was, but it was in a movie, poopshoots.com. <laughs> so I, I was like, I want to know what that is. So I looked it up and Kristen the next day was like, what is this website? Who went to this? And I was like, oh, it was from this movie. I didn't realize what it was. So that was, I mean... We were like 18. Yeah, you were like 18? Yeah. I mean, I never, I didn't have a computer or anything like that when I was in high school. We didn't have one at home. And like the only computers that we had access to were from school or in the library. Wow. At the public library. So like we didn't have a computer that we could use to even type our own, like type our um assignments that we had to type out like and for for a a long time i was still having to submit my like my assignments handwritten and like at one point my teacher was like i can't accept handwritten assignments they have to be typed and i was like i was like i don't have a way to type them at home so i mean i would either have to go to the library and type it and in the library it's like you were only allowed to have like be on the computer for like 30 minutes and then you had to get off and the school library it wasn't open enough for me to go in and the only time that i could go in and use it was during school hours where i had to be in class and then there was no way to save it anywhere um i remember one time i like the public library had flash drive like not flash drive um floppy disk drives and then Uh, yeah the school library got rid of the floppy disk drive because they got new computers and they didn't have them. So I had saved a bunch of stuff on the floppy disk drive and then went to school and they were like, there's no way for you to access this here. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do then because this is where my assignment is. So it was it was insane. So, yeah, right. I mean, for me, growing up as poor as I was, we didn't have like access to computers and to the internet or anything like that until like I I don't even know like still my dad doesn't have internet at his house because he lives out in the sticks in Indiana but until I got my own personal cell phone um, I I mean that was the only that's the only way I was ever I could look up internet pornography Dang. What about you, Sarah? I was 14. Um, and I, it's actually a really funny story. Um, but 
because I was extremely naive, and that's the reason that I was out. Okay, listen, rude. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're correct, but rude. No, okay, so here's what happened. I, it was my first time, like, spending more than, like, two months in a public school setting, um, because my previous public school experience had been when I was, like, 10, and I was only in, in school for, like, maybe three months, maybe, um, so I was 14, and I was, you know, experiencing puberty along with my classmates, Except my classmates all knew way more about stuff than I did because my parents never really talked about sex or anything. No. Because, like, they were super, super conservative. Um, and so I remember one of my ex-friends had, like, made a comment about another friend, another ex-friend, um, you know, saying, you know, oh, you're, you know, a dyke because you have short hair, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, all lesbians have short hair. And so I'm 14. I'm very naive. And I'm like, all lesbians have short hair. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let me think about this logically. Because I was, I was a nerdy kid. Um, I'm still a nerd. Um, but I had, like, you know, read the entire encyclopedia. Like, I knew, like, the basics of things, you know? Um, and so I was like, okay, well, my my Aunt Janice is a lesbian. And she has short hair. And I was just like, okay, well, there's, there's a point in that direction. I was like, but my Aunt Becky also a lesbian and she has long hair and I'm like okay so is Aunt Becky an anomaly <laughs> I was like or or you know what what do so I go to the internet because I um was really lucky as a little kid we um because we were homeschooling we were able to get a grant to be able to get a computer for you know schooling purposes um so i had my own computer in my own room um from because of because of that grant and um so i went to i went to ask jeeves <laughs> <laughs> ask jeeves yes i went to ask jeeves and i said do all lesbians have short hair and Ask Jeeves brought up some not safe for work options in the pictures. Um, I love how you're typing this in right now. <laughs> anyway, so see, these are these are not very, even. These are very wholesome answers. These are very <laughs> wholesome answers. These were not wholesome answers yeah. when I first started. But I think people have to realize Ask Jeeves was like that was probably before Google was a thing. Yeah, what you're Google, doing yeah like i oh i remember i used ask jeeves a lot before yeah. i started really using google like google was around i know but but anyway it was just it was so funny like because then i was like oh 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 <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'll i will say i i didn't have access to like 
internet stuff, but there was a what are those books called? Or like the magazine? They're not magazine. They're kind of magazines. Like Playboy and whatnot. No, not Playboy, but it's like people write in their stories. What is that called? Oh, um, oh, I don't remember now, but I know what you're talking about. Anyways, there, yeah, there was these like little magazines that people would write in their stories, and then they would also have like ads for, uh, like phone call phone numbers that you could call um but there was this one that my dad had that in it there was the and this is where i like started to realize oh maybe i do like guys there was this one story about this guy that was driving home one day and he picked up a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker to thank him gave him a blowjob Oh, this male oh. hitchhiker to thank him gave him a blowjob. And then it talked about how he was starting to question things. And I was like, hmm. hmm. I too would question things. No, like finding lesbian porn definitely made me question things. <laughs> well, that completely derailed the conversation. Yes. We were, we were talking about smartwatches entering elementary school. I know. And that was actually <laughs> what brought it up for me was thinking about like, like imagining you know the children today like <laughs> experiencing life the way that we did oh no like you're seeing all of this stuff going on like just this and we're completely off topic so we might not even get to any more trends but just this last week there were um all like ceos of tech companies and like social media platforms were in washington dc and i keep seeing this one where there's this ignorant uh, senator that keeps asking this guy who is from Singapore if he's Chinese, if he is a member of the Chinese Communist Party. Yes, I saw that. If he was ever if he was ever in, if he was ever a member of the Chinese. And it's like, dude, how many times can this guy say I'm Singaporean? I have nothing to do with the Chinese Communist Party. Singapore and China are two different countries. Yeah. And it's it's baffling to me. But then it was like, it goes to why are we making... I don't understand why in one vein we can say, oh, I'm the parents... I'm the child's parent. I should be able to tell them, tell you as the school what they can and cannot learn. What you can and cannot teach them. But... It's not my responsibility to monitor what they're doing on Instagram, on TikTok, on... It's the government's responsibility to monitor what they're doing on these sites. Right. And I'm just like, that makes no sense to me. I don't understand. Like, okay, I understand why my parents weren't watching what I was doing on the internet. Because they were also brand new to the internet. Yeah. So, like, you know, we were all brand new. We were all learning... Um, and things were wild. And also I was actually a super trustworthy kid. So like my mom really had no reason not to allow me to have a computer in my room. No. Especially when the majority of the time that I was using it, I was typing up one of my poems or stories and listening to music because I have always been that person. Um, but like, I don't know. It just, it, it, it's, it's fascinating to me that we still have that mentality, even though we know the dangers of the internet yeah we're and very like, familiar with the dangers of the internet and there's 100 ways that you can set up specific access 
on that profile for that that child. Exactly. Are there ways for them to get around it? Yes, but that's why you as an adult should be able to monitor it and see, have like it send you a report out to your email. This is what they're looking at. This is what they've seen. And then like go from there. Like it's not, it's not for me, it's more important for the, the government to not really monitor, but I don't even know. Like it makes sense for not even the government, but like a school board that is made up of people that have gone to school for this mm -hmm. to make up the curriculum that they want to teach the children. Right. Like, why are you as an adult trying to dictate what other people, because that's what you're doing. You're dictating not what your child sees, but what other, other people's children are seeing. Correct, correct. And it's just like, it's the... <sighs> The problem is, is that even though we, we are the parents now, it's, it's us, our generation, we're the parents. So like, we know that No Child Left Behind was detrimental. Like, we know that all these things that our parents were doing didn't work. Yeah. And yet we're still here doing the same things. And then instead of trying to make it better, we're actually making it worse. <laughs> I mean, like, no, you can't teach my kid that, but, okay, but, but also you're not teaching your kid either. So, like, who, who's supposed to teach your kid? Right. I mean, I can think of it, I think of it as if you're keeping stuff that is happening every day in the world away from your child, what's going to happen once they get out in the real world and they see all these things that they didn't have exposure to because you did something to prevent them from seeing it that stunted their development to have like an immunity to that type of thing yeah. and it kind of brings up the whole the thing that we we see and this is something completely opposite but like older the older generations where they're getting scammed because they get an email and it's like your account was hacked here follow this link and for us we grew up harshly some most of us with the like with the internet we were exposed to it at a somewhat younger age. Yeah. And the newer generations, they've had the internet with them the entire time. But that's why it is where older generations like um, boomers and some Gen Xers may fall victim to that because they don't know. They just they see an email and it's scary because someone's saying that their account was hacked or their account was breached. So they just assume, oh, I need to go in and fix it. I was one of the thing that I was kind of freaking out about was the email that I got from the uh, link L-I-N-Q uh, digital. Um, sorry, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> um, the digital. What are they called? Link. What is it, Sarah? What is it? <laughs> Business card. Thank you. You didn't even do anything, but thank you. <laughs> like, you're welcome. I, I was here for moral support. So I, I got that email and I was like, this can't be real. It's also sending it to the the Yahoo account that I don't even have linked to any of my linked my link uh, account information. And then I was like, I went in and I was like, oh, I actually went to when I got to my computer, my my Mac, I went to that link app affiliate program. Uh, site and looked at it and it was like oh it was real so then I had to go back into my Yahoo account find the the email and then make it to where I could move it from because it goes to a PayPal account and I was like I don't even use my PayPal ever so I freaked out for a second but I was like this is this is 
trash or it's not trash but it's like spam they're trying to get me to click on it and steal my data because it took me to the sign in page and i was like damn it mm-hmm. but then i found out it wasn't fake <laughs> which is which is great but like no i i also panic like that like oh my god what no. is happening <laughs> like how we just went on a, a ma- major tangent about <laughs> about yeah. the internet because of about one small internet. one small portion of this story where it's one talking small about portion of this story and it just sorry it just kicked off the adhd this is just where we're at right now no. i just i don't know i don't i don't care to be honest <laughs> about like any of these whether or not any of these things are going to be are going to be trends in 2024 like because the only trends i want to see okay manicures for boys i do want to see yes (laughs) i do want to i do want to see more of that um and i'm always down for a good chocolate lava like yes um but like i would like to see a trend of people being more accepting of other people a trend of our government staying the fuck out of our personal business a trend of you know people just being able to live their lives as long as they're not you know being cruel to somebody else and i would also like um the genocide in gaza to end those those are the things that i want to see trending so personally speaking yeah i mean i think i think that makes sense and i i agree i don't i don't understand why anybody else anybody is in someone else's business still like in 2024 why are you trying to dictate what i can do with my personal life with my body with my my stuff um so it's baffling to me i I don't know what the hell's going on with this website but it's freaking out I was like, what is happening? You're very, very serious right now, scrolling up and down like that. I don't I don't know what is going on. This website is freaking out. Um, but anyways, I it's insane to me that someone like, why is gay marriage still an issue in 2024? That doesn't make any sense to me. What is it doing to you that I want to get married to someone that is the same gender as me? I mean, what it's, is abortion doing? Like Yeah. Like, none of these things are taking away from you or impacting your personal life. If it is, then that's a conversation you need to have with yourself or the person that is involved. Right. It has nothing. Me getting married to someone that is of the same gender as me or me saying, um, I I won't, I I wouldn't say this, but me saying that I, I am... I'm I'm a female like that's that has no bearing on what you do so it doesn't make any sense that that's something that people are still struggling with to understand oh something that someone else is doing with their life has nothing to do with what I'm doing right I don't I don't know I just I don't understand that either I was actually it's so funny um that you mentioned that because I literally was ranting with um my Lyft driver the other day about how I just, I don't understand why things are the way that they are. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't understand Christians who preach, like, you know, anti-LGBTQ+, but then don't follow any of the other parts. And, like, like, I don't understand Christians who worship capitalism because I'm just like, Christ literally went into the temple— and overturned the tables of the money lenders and like whipped people out of there like 
violently overthrew the stuff that was happening in, you know, in the temple. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Money is the root of all evil. And, and yet here we are, like, all of us dying because of money. Because the government wants so much money and they want so much power and they, all this other stuff. And it just... Like, what the fuck? Why? Why? I don't understand. It makes literally no sense to me. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't I don't think I understand why it's my business, what anyone else does with their life. If you want to follow a specific rule or guideline that says you can act a certain way, you can do certain things, and that's how you want to follow your life. Cool. That's fine. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I try not to influence other people in a specific way because it's none of my business how you live your life just like it's none of your business how i live my life unless it's causing a danger to other people yep. that to other people that didn't give consent i guess i should say uh, yes <laughs> other people are getting hurt consentingly is different <laughs> yeah. but it's just yeah i mean that's I don't understand, and and I've said it. We we both kind of said it here. It's like I don't understand. It just doesn't make sense. Why is it still a thing? Why is it still an issue? Why why do you care what other people do? You should be focusing on you. That should be your most important. You and your family should be your most important um, focus right now. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be what someone else is doing in their personal life that should influence how you react or do something. Exactly. Just, ugh, ugh. <laughs> well, I will include the rest of these um, trends links that I have that we aren't going to go over because now we're almost an hour in. Um, <laughs> but it, when I edit it down, it'll be less than an hour, so it won't be won't be crazy. Um, but do you have anything going on this weekend other than work? No, not really. Well, Monday um, is Kat's birthday. Um, so we're having a dinner for her. But other than that, not a whole heck of a lot. Gotta catch up on school. Yeah. I am, I need to reach out, but I'm looking at going back to school. Ooh, what you gonna go for this time? To get a second master's degree. <laughs> in? In, um, it was corporate training and communication. Nice. So I do need to reach out and talk to an advisor and see if the some of the classes that I've already taken will transfer over and make it so that I don't have to take the classes again because I don't want to. Um, although they're not the same course number, they're the same. Like, it sounds like they're the same content. Um, I'm wondering if it will make it to where I don't have to take it. Um, and just looking at the, the curriculum, included online i don't know if it's been like if it hasn't been updated or if this is what it is now but it's each class is three credit hours instead of five like the ones were when i with my last degree and it was there it's two classes for eight weeks whereas my last degree it was one class for six weeks and every six weeks you switch to a new class and then you had after two classes you had a week in between so i don't know I, I do need to figure that out. And then um, I might look into doing that for starting like maybe April. Um, so we'll see. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, good hope, luck. 
we will see. I'm I'm excited about it, but um, also just I don't know because I don't want to add too too much stuff to myself. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot going on at work that I have to do, and there's a lot going. Well, not a lot going on outside of work, but there's a lot going on at work that I have to do. Right. Obviously. And I will say something really funny happened this week, and it was very like it was really touching. Um, we were doing a, it's called a go see where you like go and watch a process and then like talk about how it can be improved um, or some some issues that were highlighted during the the go see and i came back and i sit so my desk it's my my supervisor's behind me to the right if i'm looking straight or if i'm looking toward them they're behind me to the left um and then beside her it's the two operate uh distribution managers so they're like the supervisors supervisors okay um and i looked at them and i was like i'm about to wreck your worlds and they go one of them goes are you leaving are you going to tell us you're leaving i was like no but that makes me feel so good that you think that would wreck your world if i left no kidding that's that's a great compliment yeah so it was nice to hear um but i was like no you guys are using training documents that you're people are training to documents that are not actual document training training that are not actual trainable documents so i'm like we're gonna have to do a lot of documentation updates oh no so that's that's fun sounds like it and then tomorrow we're going to go to um Thanks for asking what we're doing this weekend, Sarah. I was going to, but every time I tried to, you were still talking. Tomorrow, like I said, Ryan and I are going to go to uh, Cape Cod or around Cape Cod. Um, and we might even go to Providence Town. Nice. Providence Town. Um, but we'll see when, how long. Uh, we're planning on leaving around 10 um, and then stopping for lunch somewhere. Uh, not, not quite to Providence Town, but then go from there if we want to go further if we just want to like drive around in that area so we will see that's planned for tomorrow sounds like a good plan yeah well you want to call it a podcast since it's been about an hour yeah i think we'll call it a podcast all right well thank you for listening to this week's episode of now about that with james and sarah if you like this episode please give us a like a comment and don't forget to follow or subscribe uh if you would leave a review in apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow feel free to follow us on our social media if you search for it and it's at now about that pod and we're not there then we are not on that platform if there is something specific you would like us to discuss on the podcast feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com visit our website www.nowaboutthatproductions.com or you can also send us a text message or leave us a voicemail the phone number is 765-557-4170 again thanks for listening and we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on monday and sarah enjoy your weekend you as well enjoy kid cod all right bye everybody bye